0: Okay, um, uh, I don't know if that was audible or not, but whatever. Um, hello, and welcome to World's Greatest Herbs. I have a special guest waiting for you guys, and technical difficulties, and here he is. Hi, I'm Oliver. His name is Oliver Knight, that is.
1: Um, The one and only. (laughs) The one and only.
0: Um, he is my neighbor he is also um the co-host of this stat line mm-hmm. they actually do that podcast right in the next room to this one so um, make sure to check that out um and before we go any further this uh this episode is about the leopard gecko and the reason i chose oliver to be my guest is because it's really fun to podcast with and um he has a leopard gecko himself, so mm-hmm. um, take it away.
1: Okay, so what do you want me to talk about? Just, like, the basis of them?
0: Yeah. Kind of tell our audience, like, if you want, you know, if you want to um, care, care for these animals and get one, what you need to supply.
1: Okay, so um I found what works best is, like, a 10 to 20-gallon tank. Um, and you'll need... Uh, you'll need the temperature to be between 90 degrees and like 85 and 90 degrees um, for like the whole day. Uh, it can drop to maybe about 80 uh, at night, and they need UVB and UVA rays. and um, You can feed them crickets, dubia roaches, wax worms, super worms, uh, meal worms. The only thing with any of the worms, really. that they don't provide calcium so you need to dust it in calcium Um, you can feed it either alive or like frozen like uh, freeze rad yes Um, and even then you can still dip it in um, multivitamin or calcium just to make sure it's uh, nice and healthy I feed uh, nacho which is my first leopard gecko we feed him, uh, crickets, and this month is his birthday, he's going to be turning two, and he's big and healthy, uh, he weighs 64 grams, which, he's a male leopard gecko, um, and that's, uh, 60 to 100 grams is about how much a male leopard gecko is supposed to weigh, um, so make sure they're, uh, you know, keeping up with weight, and they're a baby, they should be getting maybe, like, (laughs) three grams a month, um, yeah, so it's, They're pretty easy to take care of. Um, One fun fact that I found out was that they poop in one corner of their tank um, (laughs) just to keep it clean because they're really clean animals. And you only need to provide a cool hide and uh, like a warm hide. And uh, that either one of those hides can be humid too. Uh, So, yeah, it's pretty easy to take care of. Um, Pretty simple creatures. That's all I got. Um,
0: sorry for those technical difficulties there, um, Emma, the other co-host of the stat line, was sneezing. (laughs) Sneezing. Um, so, can you tell us about how to, like, handle these animals
1: and how gentle they are? Um, they're pretty fragile. Um, when I first got Nacho, and he was, like, a juvenile, you know, uh, pretty medium-sized, I was handling him and he jumped out of my hands unexpectedly and fell about four feet <laughs> to the ground and landed. Um, he's still alive and there's nothing wrong with him. Uh, it's just you have to be really careful about stuff like that. I usually hold them low to the ground like I'll sit down and they'll crawl uh, all over your arms. Their claws get kind of sharp. Um, but it doesn't it's not that bad really. Um, and they don't usually bite you, uh, I've only gotten bit once by Nacho, uh, and it doesn't even hurt, really, their teeth are super small, um, and don't let it get on your clothes, their claws make it really hard to take, take off their clothes, take off your clothes, you know, um, so, yeah, it's pretty easy to handle, they kind of just sit in your hands, uh, maybe crawl a lot uh, crawl around, um, and if they make a chirping sound, that means usually that they don't really, like, feel comfortable being handled, they'll make kind of, like, a chirp, and, um, I usually, that's when I send them back in, um, so he can go back to sleep or whatever, or just be in his tank, you know, in the, in the safe spots, you know, but, yeah, they're pretty easy to handle. So what kind of bedding do
0: you use? Do you use the fabric carpet or aspen or what?
1: Uh, I use a carpet. Uh, I just feel like it's really easy to clean. You know, aspen is really easy to clean. The only thing with like a loose substrate is that I don't want any of it to either like get into their uh, digestive tract or uh, through the little holes, kind of like their ears. Um, another thing about that is you want to choose a water bowl that is uh, pretty like low level like that your leopard gecko can stand up in without being fully submerged because they will drown because they have no membrane so water gets in their ears and they drown um so you have to really be careful about the water bowl um but otherwise and well and the substrate i just use a fabric carpet uh you just clean it once a week. Uh, I use two fabric carpets, like one extra one, so you can take out the old one and clean it and put the new one in so they can stay in their tank for as long as possible, you know, and keep, like, and stay warm, you know, even though they can go a month without a heat lamp. Um, so yeah. Um, alright.
0: And what kind of hides do you suggest do you suggest um you know rock looking hides or log
1: looking hides or what um i have two i have like a more of a real rock hide for nacho um and and like a plastic rock hide so uh it doesn't really matter to them really i don't think uh he uses them both a lot and I have a hammock, which, uh, he climbs around on at night when they're most active because they're nocturnal, um, but, yeah, otherwise, uh, it doesn't really matter what hide, they're pretty easygoing, uh, anything that they can, um, uh, you know, like, not be seen in really is what they like best, they, uh, pretty, pretty solitary during the day, they just sleep in one of their hides in, like, a corner or something, so, yeah, uh, it's, any really, any hide really does do. Alright, as long
0: as it, like, covers them and makes them feel secure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Alright.
0: Um, and uh, last but not least, what do you uh, suggest having um, fake or live plants depending on if it's a bioactive terrarium or not?
1: Well, I have a fake plant in my other terrarium, um, that I use for leopard geckos, uh, which, I mean, you don't have to care for it, it's fake. And um, they'll just crawl around it or whatever. It just adds like almost decoration to it. It's another place where they can hide, uh, basically. Uh, they can go without being seen. Uh, but I, I, so I only have one fake plant. Of course, if it's bioactive, I would try to use a real plant um, just because it fits the whole nature of being a bioactive terrarium. Um, but I definitely, uh, don't really mind either one. Uh, I feel like a fake plant, if you're using, like, a carpet, uh, will suit it more than, uh, if it was, like, in a bioactive terrarium. Um, alright, so... It is
0: just kind of another hide because, like you said, they can hide behind it. They can hide inside it. Mm -hmm. So I think that wraps up today's episode. Um, But we have have a blooper (laughs) sent in from Emmett at the stat line (laughs) that I'm going to put in after this. So, stay tuned, and I'll see you next time on World's Greatest Herbs.
1: Oh, that was the worst. Oh, my God.